I'm Nana. I'm Martin. And this is Blurred Zara. <laughs> that's day, your fault that time. You know, one day, I'm going to have to write it down because I feel like I change it week to week, innit? Um, yes, hello guys. Welcome back to another episode of Blurred Zara. This is episode 152. Um, I took a little bit of an impromptu break um, for a multiple amount of reasons. Um, I just kind of wanted a little break as well because I could have easily have taken my equipment with me to wherever I was to record. Um, but I left London for a little bit. Um, don't worry, guys. I didn't break any social distancing. I went to see my, stay at my cousin's. Everything was right. done, like, within line with the rules and laws. I'm, actually, to be honest, I'm kind of glad we went up there when we did because when we went up there, things were starting to get laxed a bit. So I didn't feel I didn't feel too bad in it. Um, we had another addition to the family. So his cords went up there to, like, help oh, out while nice. they were, while they were, like, it's their, se- it's their second child in it but like you know it's just mm. nice like in our culture when someone has a baby you know you go up there you kind of stick mm. around for a little bit and also it gave me an excuse to get out of London um, <laughs> just like okay obviously it's been locked down anyway so I've kind of been chilling and being a bum anyway kind of flex but normally when I go to my cousin I just normally go there to like relax no one stresses me my mom's not hollering my name yeah. I'm not having to. I'm when I'm at cause I'm not having to worry about food. I'm not having to worry about going to work. Do you know what I mean? I'm just like spending time with my nephew, spending time with my cousin uh, mm. and his wife, and it's normally just a little nice. And like you're in the countryside, isn't it? So like when you go outside to the garden at night, you like see the stars. Like the air just feels fresher. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. sometimes it's just nice to get away. So I, I you know, and. In this period of time when I've been away, like I haven't really been keeping up with a lot of stuff in pop culture, so mm-hmm. there's nothing really to review today's for my end of the things. Um, but how how you been? So obviously, since we ain't really talked and caught up in a while. Ah, uh, I've been good. Um, started reading. Finally, still got around to reading B Stars. Uh, oh, do you know what? I need to start well, doing that as well. So it's 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 actually pretty good. You know, it's just as good. I mean, obviously, the anime is. is it follows the manga anyway, but it's really good. It's a very, very good read. Yeah. If um, if if I if, um, if I sorry, if I haven't started reading it by next week, please remind me to start reading Beastars. <laughs> please remind me, Martin. <laughs> yeah, please, because I've I've been terrible lately, and that is one thing that I did say that I want to um, jump on. Mm. Well, yeah, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely do that then. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very very good, man. Um, you get to learn more about Legoshi. Legoshi does actually does a madness. I was like, rah, he did that, but it's cool. Mm. It's cool. It was all consensual and everything. Yeah, it's probably not what you think because I say it's all consensual, but it's <laughs> cool. Yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's really really good. Basically, I um, the manga reader that I was using has switched platforms. Yeah, and it's not the new platform that's on hasn't got a lot of it's basically bare bones yeah uh, i have no idea when they get all the mangoes onto on that so i had to quickly look for a new manga reader for myself to catch up with my mangoes yeah. i found one which is very very good um mm-hmm. it has most of the mangas that i read from the original man, original manga reader app mm-hmm. um so yeah i had to, i had to jump on b stars and b stars is all that i'm reading right now what, what I say that, but I've got I've got a few more that I read. But yeah, B Stars is the main one. Um, what is the manga app you're using? Because like I've got a couple, but none of them seem that good. So I normally right, so, I normally use um the web browser and use mangareader.net. But yeah, then that doesn't really I used, like I used save. To use that one as well. Yeah, 
Yeah. So the manga reader that I'm currently using is called My Manga. That you can get that off of the uh, Google Play Store. Okay. Um, and it's another one called Webtoon. So Webtoon. Oh yeah, is but more Webtoons is manual, isn't it? Yeah, it's more for the Korean. Um, yeah, Korean mangas. Um, that's where the like, one that I was using before. That's what, sorry. That's the where like Tower of God is solo leveling. Yes. And yeah, a lot yeah, of the yeah, new yeah. anime yeah. that like Crunchyroll are adapting, you can yeah, read the source. That's, that's, that's where that's where like they're getting a lot of their new source material. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the one I was using before was Manga Rock mm-hmm. that had. Um, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, man. So obviously, man, it had obviously had the Manga Rock uh, mm-hmm. manga on there, mm-hmm. um, and it also had ones from Manga Reader, Manga Panda, I believe, yeah. Manga Fox, Manga Share, um, but. They obviously took it down. In fact, you, you could have got it on the Google Play Store. I think it was on there for a good couple of months, and mm. then they've obviously taken it down now. They've closed it. Um, and they've got one called Comics Beta, which is obviously the beta version of the of the Manga Rock or the new Manga Rock app that they're using. Mm. But like I said, it's bare bones, so it's, it's hard. It's hard to read anything on there, anything that I like on there anyway, because... Yeah. Everything on there is nothing I like. <laughs> um, so yeah, reading Beastars, Beastars is absolutely amazing. Hundred um, percent would recommend anyone and everyone to read it. It's got the action in there. It's got the romance uh, dramas in there. Um, um, so yeah, um, it's, it's just it's just damn good read. Yeah. Other than that, mm-hmm. um, I've been keeping up on. Obviously, I post on Bosch Gamer a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. For everyone that doesn't know, Bosch Gamer is, uh, well, it's, it's a project that we started with a few friends of ours from um, uh, American Football back in Kingston. So there's myself, um, there's Nana, obviously, obviously Nana, you know Vaz, but yeah. do you know a guy called Adam, Adam Gear? Yeah, of course, man. White Chocolate, man. That's my boy. Oh, he's White Chocolate. He's the original White Chocolate. He's the, oh, he's the, he's the OG White Chocolate, man. Ah. Oh, yeah, man. That's... that's okay. That's my Donny Star. Like, I'm not even lie. I ain't spoken to him in years. But that that well, when, he's when, when we were in the um, when we first started off the Kingston football team, like that was that was one of my my buddies, man. I gave, mm. I gave him the nickname White Chocolate, and it stuck. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's OG White Chocolate, man. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. So it's headed by us and Popeye as well. Tom, Tom White. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not surprised Tom was in there because Tom. Um, Friggin', he wasn't you know like president of the like Kingston Games and Video Society Davis at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was, I was, I was a, I was an unofficial member in it. Like I, I I'm still in the fa- in the in their Facebook group. Um, <laughs> not that anyone really does anything in there, to be honest. But um, yeah, I was an unofficial member. Um, I browsed what they what games they were playing, but I didn't really go to any of their events, kind of thing. Um, okay. but yeah, no, like I was even gonna like again talk to you about it because um you lot have just started playing like final fantasy 14 is that like final fantasy 14 yeah, yeah is yeah. that free on playstation 4 is that why you lot all jumped in so yeah so it's free on playstation 4 for i think the first up to level 20 or something like that yeah um or maybe even level. i, I can't i don't know for life for me how um what, what the level cap is on there but you can get it for free um it's really really good mm-hmm. um because before we had terror um, and Terra is an old, old game um, that's been around for ages. Yeah. And it's a bit laggy because I think there's so many people on the servers. I mean, when you reach the densely populated gaming areas, is mm-hmm. like 
it's so hard to do anything on there because it's so laggy. Yeah. So we got Final Fantasy fourteen and man, it runs like a dream. Yeah. Um yeah, but the way it works, right, you could tell it was made for PC just because of the way like the whole the whole like HUD system, you could tell it was made for PC, but I've it took me what when I started playing it at what eleven AM today, it's taken me till what, maybe three o'clock to fully get used to the controls um and like mapping the controls and everything like that so now i can run it properly um <clears throat> i still run into a few areas with the controls but that's just because of the way the game works with the mapping system um not or the hud system not necessarily the controller itself so um i 100% recommend everyone to uh, get the game and i 100% recommend everyone to join bosch gamer um obviously nana you're on there yeah. Um, I'm hoping to, you know, try and get more people on there as well. Um, and it's just a community where, you know, people can talk about games. Um, I particularly like my anime oh, games. So, yeah. obviously, I've been playing Attack on Titan, um, sorry, playing One Piece as well. So, yeah, no, it's good. It's a good community to join. Yeah, yeah, no. Again, like I said, because, like, to be honest, I haven't really been running the Blurred Facebook account properly or the Instagram and stuff like that. I need to get on board and try and uh, boost um, the Blurred social media. Um mm-hmm. I like again when I saw you that was jumping on the thing, yeah, I was intrigued in it. But like, yeah. I, I I briefly jumped on League of Legends, yeah, and like after yeah. my after my after my little like little playthrough and that, yeah, literally football manager has been life in it. And then, um, well, you, you take your football manager to the next level. Listen, football like, manager, whole way because I remember you and it was it you and Big T, yeah, you and Big T were talking about was it Big T or was it Michael? Anyway, you two were talking about um like. The whole tactics and everything like that, like how oh, yeah, 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 that was the, the yeah. five, the five was was it a five four one formation you were talking yeah. about? Was whatever it was, man. I was like, no, nah, you guys going deep, Listen. talking about players to trade and whatnot, um, things to look out for. I was like, nah, you guys have literally cracked the game. Listen, football manager runs deep. I have been playing it solidly like for the last like 15, 16 years. So mm. and I pretty much bought every single one there's very few years that i haven't bought a football manager game in it um yeah. so yeah football manager's life um me and del have like discovered playing tetris 99 so i jump on that every once in a while um mm. like i said i complete octopath travel so i've been playing fire emblem three houses are you uh, finding how are you finding fire emblem i'm really liking it yeah other than the diet like the dialogues and stuff that when it when it gets to the dialogue or the stuff where you have to like you run around the class and do that nonsense yeah, that yeah. that kind of bores you but the fights the fighting is really cool and for the mm-hmm. most for the most part i've kept i've kept all my characters so far um what i've been just doing now is that like obviously like my the character that you is is, is you He's around like level thirty, and then um, yeah. a lot of the other guys are like quite low levels. So mm-hmm. I've just recently spent time like trying to build them all up to like level twenty five. So I think I've got maybe like three or four more guys to get to like level twenty five. Then I'll like yeah. continue the story mode. It's do you know do, do you know? And the reason why I'm doing this here is that I'm scared of losing my characters and then having and not having them because I personally think here yeah, I could probably beat the game with probably like just use only three characters and just obviously yeah. if they're the only three characters used they get most of the experience points and they get stronger and stronger so I yeah, think I can... there are some missions where you need to diversify your character your okay. character base for them. Right, because for example there's some um, playing the game there's some char- um, some enemies they can only kill with an archer 
There's oh. some characters you can only kill with, um, with um, a character who has a shield. Um, but you're that kind but, of. But so, then yeah. my main character is like an all-round anyway, so he can he kind of he kind of has all bases covered anyway. Other than he can't do magic. Oh, fair. Yeah. So fair. do you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm 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 enjoying the game. But the only problem is now, yeah. So I was meant to play the game. Uh, um, I got the um, Xenoblade Chronicles, the definitive edition. Oh, nice that, on that, the Switch. That finally came yesterday, innit? So I was gonna play it yeah, last yeah. night, but I'm not gonna lie. I got kind of drunk last night, so I didn't play no <laughs> games, innit? So yeah. um, today I've kind of been semi procrastinating, semi catching up on all the anime that I've I've been watching. So um, mm. I watched like two episodes of Gletnir. I actually got to watch two episodes of Plunderer. So I've yeah. probably got maybe two episodes of Tara God to watch today and two episodes of um, Eight Son. Are you kidding me? So I've got some anime to catch up on. Um, do you know, like, was I guess what's it's funny to me anyway is like me and Stevie actually have a recording of one of the episodes of the Ghibli Files in the books. Um, yeah. I've even edited it. The only thing I need to do is actually get is um, put the intro and outro at the end of the of the of the audio and then release it and i just haven't done it like i've been sitting on it for like a week and a bit just i don't even know why i haven't dropped the episode yet but the episode is there i don't know if it's going to come out before this episode or after this episode i honestly cannot tell you but we so then, people, if you don't get your if you don't get a weekly fix of the ghibli, of the ghibli files then yeah, you know it's, 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 it's purely my fault and again like over, over nothing yeah because it's the funny thing it's edited like all the sound boosting or whatever of the quality that i do has been done. I just need to get an intro song and an outro song from the movie, stick it in, upload yeah. it, like literally. And I've just been procrastinating. Um, yeah, so yeah, that's, that. so I'm looking forward to playing Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, yeah. Because basically when I got my Switch, I went into CEX and I bought a bunch of games in it. And one mm-hmm. of the games- How much did you get a Switch for from CEX? I didn't get the Switch from CEX. I got the Switch with E with my upgrade. I got a free Switch in it. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, so I got a free Switch. So oh, so I was just like, I want some games, in it. So I knew Christmas was coming out, so I just thought to myself, let me go to CEX and just buy, like, a loads of different, like, JRPGs and games that interest me. Mm. And one of the games I picked up was Xenoblade Chronicles 2, but, like, yeah. the second edition kind of thing of the game. And um, mm-hmm. I was just like, so I'm not going to play it now because I've got all these other games to play in it. I even, I've even got Dragon Quest Nine, which I haven't even opened, like I haven't even played yet. So I've got enough games in it. So um, mm-hmm. I was waiting to get more money so I can then buy like the the, the first game of Xenoblade Chronicles Two. Okay. But then they, yeah. they they just announced Xenoblade Chronicles, the you know the remake of the original. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna get that. Yeah, so the, I'm gonna play that one yeah, first. The, the edition or something like that. Say that again. Is it the definitive edition yeah, yeah, or the, something the, like defini- that? Yeah, the definitive the edition. So I'm going to play that one first. And then obviously from being in, um, uh, not hard mode only, um, what's the name of Vaz's Ulot's group? What's that one called again? What, Bosch Gamer? Yeah, that's it. So being in Bosch Gamer, like, I posted about it and, and Vaz was like, oh, um, Xeno Bro- Xenoblaze Chronicle um, Legion or something like that is like one of the best games he's ever played, isn't it? And yeah, it's like yeah, a, yeah expansion to the first one so now that i've played this one i'm hoping that maybe down the line they will um maybe do a re-release of that game or mm-hmm. i might again once i'm in a situation where like i can because i never had a wii u in it so maybe i might get a wii u and get that game and play it because obviously he's hyped up a yeah. lot in it he, he he gave that game a lot of good praise in it and then obviously i've got xenoblaze chronicle 2 part 2 i'll definitely get xenoblaze chronicles part 2 
no, Zero Blaze Chronicles 2 Part 1 at some point and play it. Um, so then mm-hmm. I'll be able to give you guys a review. Um, one of the things that I've also, like, during this whole coronavirus lockdown and all that, yeah, um, everyone started using the app Housepart, innit? And yeah. um, I didn't really use it too tough. Um, I had it bef- way before lockdown even happened, but I just obviously wasn't really utilizing it back then. Um, so it was pretty cool. Um, I used it, um, like, I think it was like a Thursday. Um, a couple of people that, um, was at C2E2, um, you know, we just jumped on it. And I think at one point it was like seven of us. Um, this is like Dan Ramirez from Heroes of Noise. Uh, you had Amanda, you had Neil, you had Steven. Um, who else? Yeah, you like basically there was seven of us. We were chatting away in it. So I thought to myself, oh, let's, um, and then I think that Friday that we had done that house party call with us in it, that Friday, um, Facebook Facebook just launched like their version. So mm-hmm. um, obviously like I'm involved in Leftover Arm, which is like a big massive community of all these different podcasters and a lot of different people that like, you know, listen to PCL, which is like kind of what like brought everyone together and quite and then fired quite a few different of us to like kind of do podcasting. So I thought to myself, you know what? I'm not going to bed anyway most of the time. Let me create. Let <laughs> bro, me let, you're let, up to ridiculous oh, hours. I bro, don't even know how you do it. All right, listen, I don't even know how I do it. It's, it's my sleep bands just messed in it. So I'm like sleeping in the day and then awaking at the night like a vampire. So, uh, so yeah, so I started I started a, face, a Facebook um, chat room, whatever it was, where it's like a Facebook's equivalent of Zoom, but you obviously don't have to pay for it and you don't, you can have like a maximum of 50 people and you don't have to like turn, turn it off and turn it back on me again every 40 minutes etc if you're like using the free version so um yeah like uh, it was awesome because like obviously like i said the the, the leftover army is like a massive community kind of thing isn't it? and like not everyone speaks a lot in the in the group but like mm-hmm. when i created this thing yeah people that i've never really like spoken to directly came like um i'm gonna like i apologize to anyone whose names i botch or can't remember yeah but like i think there was like someone called michael bass um like he's from london as well and he mm-hmm. and like obviously we started recording at like 11 o'clock our time and it was like five o'clock chicago time so yeah. he was he was in the group um you had daniel hopner who was one of our guests came in the group uh the queen of the leftover army made a little quick cameo like, quick little cameo as well um shanks turned up neil was in there neil came in and left like three or four times um you had people that like i I've not interacted with as much that was in there. You had Bridget was in there. You had Sylvie, like you had bare people. And like, again, um, like quite a few of the black people jumped in there as well. And I was like, oh, look, there's other black people in here. So it's like kind of cool as well. See some of, some of, some of them as well. Um, mm. Like Brian, who's like the leader of the people. Well, he's the main host for Pop Culture Leftovers, isn't it? He actually, like he actually came into the, um, like the Zoom Discordy thing you that we were doing, and like he was in there for a good couple of hours, um, you know, just like botting jokes. In it. Like the same way he talks on the show is the same way. Like he was just interact with everybody, asking how everyone was, asking how everyone was coping with COVID nineteen. It was just like it was interesting, like hearing everyone's like different stories and like because some people are like dealing with it a lot better than others, and some people are, like it's stressing them out, kind of thing. Like some people have literally like lost their livelihoods in it and it's it's mm. it's sad to see but then also like chatting to them like some of them you can like see their resilience in it um and it was cool um 
But like for me, yeah. I, so one of the coolest things is yeah, I'm gonna call this person Agent K in it. Yeah. So Agent K, yeah. Um, they work like in the movie industry in it, and mm. they and not only do they work in the movie industry, yeah. Like you know what someone said, just like ah, they like they like working like minor films in it. Agent K, yeah, is like big. Not, okay, maybe big times not the right word, yeah. But she, the person has worked in some epic movies in it. And uh, yeah. it was so cool because, like, when, like, I first had a conversation with Agent K, and she was like, oh, like, I do this, in it? And I wasn't really, I, I didn't really know what she was, what the person was talking about, in it. So um, I was like, oh, that's, that, like, that sounds pretty cool. But then, like I said, we were we were going, like, round and round different people for, like, I don't know, I think I was in the call for eight hours, in it? So at one point, we came back to Agent K, and Agent K, like, explained a little bit more of the, the work that they do. And then I was just like, okay you are cool like you are super cool isn't it and then you know we, we delved into a little bit further and agent k was like hey like go go check out my imdb i was like mm, you, you have an id you you're 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 um referenced on imdb okay you're, 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 you like you keep getting cooler and cooler as uh the conversation goes on in it and then like once once i discovered the imdb yeah like i had a nerdgasm like I absolutely like freaked out because, like I said, this person had worked on a number of films that I've seen, I have reviewed, and um, they explained like why they end up getting onto PCL. And it was funny because like spoiler, Steve was in the call as well. Yeah, and like Agent K was like under an ND NDA, so like there there was things that she couldn't talk about on certain movies. And um, Agent K was just like, sorry, guys, I can't talk about this. And then Spoiler Steve was just like, okay, but if you did this, like, wink <laughs> twice. And, and, and the thing is, like, I was kind of glad he was there because if he wasn't doing that, I probably wouldn't have been the one freaking out and just be like, oh, my gosh, tell me this. Tell me, like, and obviously, you know, I don't want to get that person. I don't want the, the Agent K to get in trouble because, you know, she's the, 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 the under the agreement to, like, not disclose stuff. But one thing I will say is, yeah, is Agent K ha- has does listen to this podcast, and at some point in the future, when like my excitement has like dulled down, I'm gonna get Agent K on so that we can talk about it again, so that I can just be as excited I was the first time around, and it was just cool like hearing about industry and like you know, because when you're the, on the outside That's looking. Awesome. It, when you're on the outside looking in, like there's certain things you, you won't ever know. It's the same reason, like mm. I love I love talking to Delvina about certain things because, like, you know, she she was she, like she still does acting now, but like she was kind of like in that world, like trying to become an actress, and you know, she was working out in New York, like doing yeah. stuff and that, and like she has background in like media and stuff. And same with Big T, and again, that's why it was always so cool having Big T on because like fil- film f- filmography. Like, he did film studies, innit? He did media studies. Like, those were the subjects that he studied at college. And I think he even studied at university too. So having someone yeah. that had a bit more of, like, a an expert eye on certain things was really cool. And like I said, mm-hmm. to speak to someone in it, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Agent K was so cool. Like, and she was just, she was just mad cool, innit? And she, she um, the, like, anime. Uh, we, we talked old school Nickelodeon cartoons. Uh... We talked about bear, and again because like um they're originally from the UK as well. It's just like oh yeah, like you know we we kind of understood like where each other was coming from, even though they're not in the UK now. But it was mm-hmm. so listen, I listen, I can't wait to get her on the episode, 
and we are going to talk everything and anything and pick her brain a little bit and see what she what what she can tell us and um yeah man just just find out what it's like to be in the in the industry the way that that they they're in and um yeah cool it's so cool talking to that person um the Marables were in the chat as well i love the Marables. they're oh, like the Marables, yeah. they're, they're like I, i'm telling you now they're like nerd couple goals man like they're so funny like like even when they're having their little arguments in front of everybody it's just like you just can't help but just go oh they're so cute <laughs> like and i'm not saying like they're cute like they're like a young couple they're they're, they're grown folk in it they're you know, I'm pretty sure that one of their kids have like moved out of the house already, kind of flexing it. Um, mm. But yeah, they're just super cool. Uh, Marable does like, I don't even know what he does. He like makes stuff in it. Like, so he like, you know, those people that like make um, caps, caps, a, cap, a Captain America shield and make Force Hammer. He can oh, do yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. Like, he does 3D printing. So I've actually messaged him, asking him um, if he could potentially do me two masks. One mask is from Plunderer. He's like from the main guy from Plunderer. And mm. the second mask I've asked him to do is, um, you know, the, um, the hollow mask that Ichigo wears. Oh, that one. Yeah. I've, I've asked him to see, to see if he can. How, ma- how many strikes are you, how many strikes are you going to get on it? How many strikes? Stripes, stripes of the P. On what? On Ichigo's mask. Cause you know, Ichigo's mask, the more strikes he had on his, uh, mask, the stronger he became. Oh, no, I'm going to do the whole, f- the full hollow mask, the whole, not not the one with the, not the one with the horns, but you know uh, like you know um I'm trying to even think wait, you know when he get, he gets the full the full mask yeah the full mask he's fighting with um oh what's his name Il- Ilokura uh, you said Grimjaw Grim, no, with, with Grim, Grimjaw or Grimjaw however you pronounce that name I don't, I, don't, um, I, don't, I don't know either way I know what the the mask I want in is so I, I've asked him I've sent him. Uh, pictures of it and um yeah he'll get back to me on how much it'll cost to make so so does he do like like what was it movie props is that what he does i don't do you know what i need to uh, one i need to ask him and two i need to even he's another someone that i should get to have a discussion with but like yeah. he has a 3d printer in it and he makes stuff all the time um i've got like um a star wars t-shirt and it's like you know when they did um Oh, not Return of the Jedi. What you know that what episode the, the one where the Porgs came along for the first time? The what came along for the first the, time? The Porgs, those little bird things. In, Bro, I, think I, I, I cannot think, remember. I, I think it's episode eight. You know the little bird things that Chewie eats one of them or was about to eat. One oh of them. yeah. So he, yeah. so he did t-shirt share where you had the Porgs like on a spit roast. <laughs> and, um, and you had I don't know if it was true but you had I'll show you the next time I've, uh, I wear it I'll show you what I'm talking about but yeah mm-hmm. so he makes he makes like funny t-shirts like he does a lot of cool things in it but I actually do, uh, I think like his day job is um he works like in the food industry like mm-hmm. in like um wholesale or something like that but like his side job is like he he makes stuff in it like like he alright from my pictures of C2E2 yeah he was the dude that was dressed up as Fort with um, Stormbreaker. Okay, cool. And he, and he made all that stuff himself. Do you know? Cool, cool, so, cool. so, yeah, yeah he, he's yeah. that kind of guy in it. Like, his his side job or his hobby or whatever is, is sick in it. So, um, and. Man, maybe I should ask him. Maybe I could, uh, maybe you could ask him for me or something like that. Well, however, however it works to make me a, uh, what's it called? Blade sword. A blade sword. 
again, yeah. I'll ask him because I'm even considering asking him to do me a sword as well. Because, like, you know, when you go to cons, you can't use real swords anymore, or like, you can't yeah. have anything that's like hard metal. Um, mm-hmm. so if I can maybe get something made, I would. But the only, the only thing with things like that is that if obviously, if I, if I don't get him to post it over because I want to maybe potentially pick up at the next C2E2, it's, yeah. it's whether how I bring it back into the country. So, again, it, it's I've got plenty of time to work on it in terms of what I want him to potentially make for me and mm. um how to organize getting it back and like and like he's on job as well like when I ordered the t-shirts from him literally they came I think just in time for the movie and you know he left a nice little message in there as well like and it's, yeah. it's a really nice comfortable t-shirt especially like I'm quite a big dude as well and it was like it fitted nicely so um yeah, so I'm gonna hopefully reach out. Like I've reached out to him, and over the next, I don't know, couple of weeks, months, maybe we could figure out. Because I just think those two masks are sick. Like I thought about maybe getting them to do me like a in Baku mask in it, but I was just like, mm, like that's cool <laughs> and that, but like I'd, I'd rather have an anime mask because you know yeah. that's that's kind of been more my thing recently. Um, so yeah, the Marables are a lot of fun. Um, I'm trying to think who else jumped in. Stephen Farsi was in there for a little bit. Uh, Brooke was in there that she was cool um, mm. yeah I think the most people we had in the chat at one time was like 13 people but like I said we were we were chatting for 8 hours if not longer I went to bed after 8 hours but when oh, I when, left- you have, when we have people who um, you know you can sit down and have long conversations like that with time flies yeah do you know what yeah sometimes I was it felt like listening to an episode of PCL but with like everyone appearing as a guest and mm. everyone having like a, a really nice long section and yeah like i said it was just it was just that's just how cool it was like everyone got a bit of time um because initially i thought it might be a bit crazy because like in their community there's like maybe like 500 members or whatever so i was thinking mm. oh what if we get like you know 25 people in this room like how am i going to be able to manage it like it's different when you're just talking to people like one-on-one because like when you're talking or when when a group of people are talking everyone else kind of has to stay silent kind of thing but like yeah. it worked like and it was, it was really impressive it it, it 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 worked a lot better than i thought in it um haven't done it again since but like it is something that i'll do to kind of just like you know i think and for, for me anyway i can only i'm only going to speak for myself here yeah during the lockdown like especially when it was like proper on it was serious yeah I saw mm. I saw my mom and my brother because I live with them. I saw Delvine and I saw my, uh, Sam, who's a previous guest on the show, and she lives yeah. like ten seconds from my house. Those were the only people I saw for time, and even then, I wouldn't see them all the time. Like obviously, like Del doesn't live with me, and so she couldn't exactly be here all the time, and we couldn't always be around each other. And say so Sam, mm. I saw her a couple of times, but it was just like that that, that human interaction. It was just it was just nice talking to people rather than just texting them and like chatting on Messenger to have that. Mm-hmm. Um so that was that was pretty cool. Um and pretty much the last thing I'm gonna say is that literally um yesterday, um while I was coming back from my cousins, um en route, I did a couple of stop offs. Um I brought some stuff back for Kirby and Dan from C2E2. So mm-hmm. I jumped I stopped off at Kirby's and sorry I'm spending like five, ten minutes chatting to him. And I again I feel bad, yeah, because, like, me and Stevie do a podcast, innit? But I always kind of forget that he lives in the same area as them guys. 
So like, <laughs> normally when I go, I go that way. I see the others. Yeah, I think I'd never go to see him. Um, and, a friend. And, and you know, yeah, like, and me and him probably talk the most as we do we we podcast together. But literally, I was at Kirby's and I was like, oh yeah, Stephen lives around here somewhere, and he's like, yeah. So I messaged him and I like, got his postcode. I went to see him. And it was cool because I'm like I've met like maybe was it last year's Comic Con? Basically, one of the Comic Cons he came with his like his daughter and his his son in it. So I've met mm-hmm. them before. But um, this time I got to meet his wife and then literally we sat outside his house and talked for about 10, 15 minutes. And again, like, you know, we're keeping our social distancing and we didn't go in. We just sat, like, even if we had gone, we probably sat in his garden and like kept ourselves yeah. spaced out so we could chat. So for the most part, I am still obeying government laws. Um, I am staying indoors. Um, even though I was so tempted, well, obviously I've not been in London, but I was so tempted the other day to go link up with some of my old... Um, bus driver friends as they were going to go chilling straight on, straight on common um, but I was just like Ugh. I don't know man like even though they ease the things up I'm just like I'm a little bit I don't want to be like just in case someone out there has it they're not sure notice and they're still spreading it I'm going to keep myself yeah. I'm going to keep myself social distancing for, for a little bit longer maybe I'm hearing they're going to try and open up most shops and stuff by like the 15th so yeah. maybe once that starts to happen I might start mingling with society a little bit more because i'm still working just what like once every six days right now mm-hmm. and um yeah again i hope, I hope every, during this time like you know people are staying as safe as much as they possibly can and like people like what makes me mad not magic what makes me laugh is when i see people like out on the beach like this whole thing is gone and just like crowds well, listen, crowds and so, crowds of people right. in the park so it's T and I. We've like we haven't changed our um, sort of lockdown protocols. What well, Our lockdown procedures. So we're yeah. still you know shopping once every three weeks, but not seeing anyone. Mm. Um, we have each other to gear up for company, so yeah. that's fine. Like, obviously, it would be nice to uh, eventually go out and uh, see friends and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah, we're still obeying the laws like no one's business. Yeah, um, you lot are like high risk in it, so you, you're trying to make sure that no one catches it. And, you know, yeah, literally, like, literally. Um, I mean, I, 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 mean, I can't even tell. I mean, we maybe we were asympt- asymptomatic with it, but mm. just for you know, just for our safety in case we weren't asymptomatic, then yeah, we're just trying to keep away from everyone as much as possible. Hundred um, percent. Obviously, when we do shopping, I mean, we still obey the social distancing laws, but everything we're doing, we're doing At home. almost a letter of the law. So yeah. Even if the government says yeah, the ease now lock the ease in the lockdown and whatnot, I'm like, hey, no, Listen, I'm a st- we're, st- we're still we're still going to continue the, doing what we're doing. The only uh, thing that I might change, not even change, yeah. The only mm. thing that I might do as soon as like it happens, yeah, is go to the barbers. Like, listen, I bro, need... you, you, the the line is gonna be low. Nah, listen, I'm, I'm, I know my barber, and if I turn up at ten o'clock, yeah, I'm gonna be the first one there, and he's gonna be calling it, but. It's, it's just gotten to the point, yeah, like, my beard and moustache is just getting on my nerves. Like, I feel like, <laughs> I, I, at one point, yeah, I had to, like, shave the corners of my moustache because I was trying to eat food, yeah. And as I'm trying yeah. to eat the food, the moustache is, like, going into my mouth while I'm trying to eat. And I was like, nah, oh, I can't, I can't oh, do this. No, so, no, no. I did the corners by myself, but, like, the rest of it is just, it's just, like, and the thing is, yeah, it's not massively bushy or anything. It's not like a, it's grown into a massive mus- um, beard. But it's just like annoying. It's just like I need it trimmed down, man. So yeah, if they say, "Oh yeah, barbershops are barbershops are allowed to open," I'm sorry. I think 
on the very first day of getting to the barbershop. Um, what was funny is like when I was out of ends, um, someone must have messaged my brother and was like, oh, um, the car washes are open. I was like, oh, thank Lord. Because mm-hmm. my car, I don't think I had cleaned my car since before yeah. I went to city sh- Chicago. Like, that's how long it had been since I cleaned yeah. my car. And it didn't matter back then because I wasn't really using it. But like, since then, I've been like, you know, going to the shops, <laughs> you know, did little bits here and there. So my car was just progressively getting dirty and dirtier. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, I'm glad that was, that was resolved and got my car clean. And it just feels so much nicer just driving my car in a nice, clean car. I don't think it's a car wash. Is it the automatic car wash or is it oh, the nice. ones where, you it's, know, yes, yeah, one of the, where people, people are cleaning your car. Right. But they're, they're, cool. they're, they're all wearing face masks. But again, when they're cleaning the outside, I am, mm-hmm. what do you call it? I'm window, I'm inside the car in it. And then when they're cleaning the inside, I'm standing far away from them. I've got sanitizer. I've got face mask yeah. in my car as well in it. So it, you know, yeah, it's, it's blessed. It's blessed to that. Like as far, and you know, I make sure I do use the disinfectant and again, just, but I just had to get my car clean, man. It was, it was frustrating me. Like, cause I, uh, I think Dell tried to buy me like a, um, in car Hoover one time and like it just mm-hmm. it just didn't really work in it. I was just like, nah, so like I I just needed my car clean. It was just one of those comforts that I I just didn't <laughs> think I could do myself to a, a good enough standard. Um so yeah, that that was very sweet. Um and then last little thing before we get into something to like maybe a little bit more serious matters. Um when I went to chill with Dan for a little bit and drop off his parcel, mm-hmm. um he made me these Mai Tais. I did. They were sexy, innit? So I asked yeah. him to send me the recipe. When I came back to NJ, I was like, I'm going to make these Mai Tais myself, innit? So I, I got most of the stuff on the, on the, on the um, recipe, yeah. But friggin', it seems that because everyone's been locked, that everyone's been making cocktails, so like two of the key ingredients were missing. But I was oh, like, you know what? It is what it is, innit? I'm still going to enjoy it. Yo, when I tell you, yeah... I was nice last night. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't, listen, I don't really like four or five cups yet. Or, and, uh, and, and like literally. Oh, you made it extra strong as well. Oh, I made it extra. Listen, I poured the whole white rum in there. I poured the whole dark rum in there. The whole, Jeez. like big ass bottles, yeah. And feel that, listen, oh, I, listen, the, the, the container that I filled it up in, yeah. About a quarter, <laughs> a quarter or half of it was just alcohol. So like when I poured the the the, the orange juice and the, and the pineapple juice here, and I mixed it, and I drank that first glass. That first glass was bad strong. So as the juice went down, I added um more the pineapple and orange juice in it to like soften it up in it. When yeah. I tell you, yeah, it was nice. Like that's that's one of the reasons I didn't play the game. I haven't even played the game now because I'm trying to catch up on my anime. Um. But yeah, man. Oh, Dan, thank you so much, man. Listen, I think when I get my own place, as well as buying like food recipe books, yeah, I might have to buy one of those like cocktail books. And every once, every once in a while, me and Del can just like mix some cocktails and and uh, just have just a, a bar. Oh, <laughs> uh, listen, if you, like a, like a like a like a mini bar or something. Nah, because I, I don't. You know what? Even though I like my alcohol, I don't drink that often to to justify having like a a, a bar in it, like. I'll definitely make sure in my yard there's like a couple of bottles of science science so that if mm-hmm. I have guests that come round, there'll always be something if they like, you know, an alcoholic drink, there will always be something that makes an alcoholic drink. But yeah. for the most part, like before, if I wasn't if I wasn't going out somewhere, 
only once in a rare blue moon, like me and my brother will just go go down the road, buy a couple of ciders and, you know, play FIFA till late in the night while we're drinking and mm. catching up with each other. Um but yeah, I'm not I'm not that heavy into drinking as much to to invest in a bar. But yeah, these yeah. my these my ties or whatever, they have actually hit the spot, man, like banging. Uh and I just nice. drinking. And yeah, but what what else you been up to? Or what or what have you been watching? Um, in terms of watching, um, <clears throat> so nothing anime related, mm-hmm. um, but watching um, this new series of Teenage Juice Beat 2 called uh, Queen of the South. Okay. It's to do with um, a woman who basically um, ends up working for the for one of the for a Mexican cartel, basically. Oh gosh! And it's about her sort of surviving that and then later on becoming the lead of her own cartel basically oh man so it's interesting it's, it's, it's a good watch um but most of the time i've just been playing destiny 2 obviously i'm i'm trying to keep up with um gaming news as well to post on the bosch gamer group chat mm-hmm. so um that's what take us some of my time mm-hmm. um um, so we're playing Destiny 2, just got Final Fantasy 14. Um, so those have all been keeping me occupied. Um, so that's it. I mean, my life is just, you know, standard. Like, I have a routine. My routine is just work 9 to 5 because I'm working from home. So mm. 9 to 5 and then straight onto the, P- straight onto the PS4 yeah. to play games. Nah, that's it. All right, so talk, talk, talking about gaming, you just kind of like, Nice little segue. Um, friggin', we might be getting a reveal of the PS5 on June 4th. Yep. I am so looking forward to that. I cannot wait. Listen, I, I'm, do you know what? Yeah, I, I'm excited, innit? Like, the only reason I ended up getting my Xbox, Xbox One is because someone gave it to me on the, on the dirt cheap, innit? But with this mm. PS5, yeah, I might not get it on launch, but I might treat myself as like a Christmas birthday present to myself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I'm I'm curious to see what game is gonna come out of it. Um, I might get Final Fantasy VII remake on it. Um, who knows, man? But I am excited for that to come out. Um, I do hope that I can balance my time between Football Manager, the Switch, and the PS5. Uh, but who knows? Um, Bro, I am fully waiting a year till I get the PS5 purely no, wait, because. Wait, yeah. When it comes to new releases of any games console, right? They yeah, always do the slim version later on. They yeah, always true. include more more memory to it, mm. uh, more processing power to it. More, um, less, less bugs. Um, exactly. You get all the updates of one massive go when you get the when you get the console. Mm. So um, I'm I'm just going to wait a good year before I get it. And oh, by then, hopefully things will be a bit cheaper. Um, I, I'm especially looking forward to the Christmas and um, Black Friday deals. I, yeah, I, I, I honestly don't know if I can, man. I, I will try and hold <laughs> off as long as I can, but but especially if I've got the money, because obviously if, right now, like if this turns around and comes out as like five hundred pounds, I highly doubt mm. I want to drop five hundred pounds on a new console. Like that's just not happening, it. But if uh, I, with me with the money we've been saving over, the, because obviously, obviously we're not traveling to mm. or from work, so we have saved money on traveling. We save money on food because we're not buying food on you know. Um, buy food and stuff every day so we are saving so much money so I think for me I can drop 
a good 500 pounds for a PS5, but mm. I am. No, no, it's like wait. basically my uni days and, you know, my cheap days. I mean, I can never let them go. So I am fully waiting until right, right, well, the pulse goes down. It, we'll, we'll see who gets it first. So whoever gets it can give it a, a review in it. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I'm excited for that. I will try and, depending on what time it is, UK time, I'll stay up for it. Because uh, I don't think I'm working the day that they're doing that press conference. Do you know what? The thing, I'll, we'll try and put the put the uh, conference on the Bosch Gamer Facebook group. Um, just in case anyone, you know, is having troubles trying to find it yeah. on YouTube or something like that, we'll put it on there. But it should be on the PlayStation um, YouTube channel, mm-hmm. uh, the official PlayStation uh, chat channel. So it should be on there. Um, but like I said, we'll have it also on the Bosch Gamer group chat, just so people can watch it there as well. Um, so, Yeah. Nah, that's that's dope, man. All right, so um, not to like Debbie down of the mood, and like obviously you guys know that as well as just talking pop culture and TV reviews, movie reviews, and stuff like that. If if certain things happen in the world and that we we talk about it, so you know a little bit of a disclaimer for anyone that you know current affairs. Yeah, current affairs. A little bit of disclaimer for anyone that you know might not want to not want to hear this topic or whatever. Um, we are going to be talking about some of the the events that have been happening in America. Um, I just want to say like these are our views um, so you know don't know I'm be sending emails saying nah you're wrong this that and the other like these are our opinions in it and um, you know we are entitled to them and you know you may yep. not you may not agree to them but we're going to share our thoughts in it and yeah that's just that's just is what it is in it so exactly at the end of the day we're just giving our opinions it's a different side to um it's just it's just a different side maybe it's a take that you might not have thought of before so um definitely don't take it as you know what we're saying is just gospel obviously yeah, like, yeah, says, yeah. these are our views and it's just it's just up for discussion um if yeah. you do want to leave any comments um on the on the about the podcast or on the podcast feel free to do so yeah 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 um and yeah, listen, we'll, we'll get we'll start a dialogue. I mean, we can start a dialogue at any moment about anything that that's discussed on the yeah. podcast. So yeah, please feel free to leave comments and stuff like that. But just so you know, don't take anything too hard because yeah. we are all trying to figure out life, and you know, it's, it'll be nice to hear someone else's uh, opinion on uh, the current current affairs in America. In it, so yeah, we're like you know, that, yeah, we're not trying to be offensive other than when we are trying to be offensive. Uh, <laughs> but, but we generally like you know. I might make some jokes on the topic and I know you shouldn't make jokes on serious topics sometimes, but it is what it is, isn't it? So if really, like I said, this is, this is your, this is your jump off point, isn't it? If this is going to get a bit too real or too deep for you, um, now is the time to either pause the recording and, you know, skip out the rest of the episode and wait for next week's episode or, you know, like you're, you're being fully warned it. Cause like, I know a lot of people listen to podcasts like escape, reality in it but like th- this is how we gotta talk about it so first of all yeah i'm gonna be going back like i'm gonna go f- different places in it but first of all yeah i have to give mad respects to john boyega yeah because oh, since, this, since this whole incident has come off yeah he has been giving people on twitter the stone cold steve austin stunner <laughs> he has been taking no prisoners do you know what do you know why i i've i've loved it even more in it when i was in chicago yeah mm. one of the nights i was Troy, i was on facebook innit? I've, I've talked about this before but like people were like oh john boyega's not black enough to play mike tyson 
Oh, wait, wait, wait. First, first of all, first of all, first of all, who is the arbiter of who is black enough or who isn't black enough? Listen, first of do, do you know what you, you again again not to like make fun of you yeah, but you you're probably the one that that's probably had that the most in it because like you're a black dude yeah, but like you speak so <laughs> you speak quite elegant like sometimes you come across bare white in it. So I'm pretty, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm pretty no, sure so you've I, had. I I understand that yeah, yeah. but it's like. So, for example, people say that, uh, I'll give you an example, TV, I have Carlton Banks, right? Carlton yeah. Banks, oh, he's not black enough. Yeah, but he is a black man. He's he's eventually going to go through, um, what was it, forms of racism mm. that maybe he he might not even be inherently aware of, for yeah. example, right? Um, he goes, he, I mean, for, he goes to all-white school, so he's not exposed to things that Will was exposed to, right? Yeah. But to say that he's not black enough, what I, what, what do you mean? Uh, so listen, anyway, so anyway, there, someone <laughs> tried to try to say, a couple of people tried to say online that John Boyega wasn't black enough, innit? And obviously then people got absolutely roasted on Facebook, innit? So I, I was happy, innit? Of course. But then again, like in the situation, yeah, so what kind of spot at the office that he must have tweeted, I hate racists. And then some... No, 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 no. He said, I hate white racists. Oh, is that what he said? That's what he said. In the, in the very first tweet. Nah, I don't think I it was. I the very first tweet, I hate white racists. Nah, I think in... Yeah. Uh, oh, maybe he did. I don't know. I, I don't even know. Where's my phone? Um, But basically, he said, I hate racists, yeah? Mm. And then and then some black brother was like, oh, yeah, I hate, like, I hate racists too. Like, um, I end up having to leave my girlfriend because, like, my parents said they hated white people. And then oh, basically, yeah. John... And basically, John Bega was like, listen, listen, that's not the racism we're talking about. Now is not mm. the time for that kind of racism, right? Because that's not that's not what the current events are, are, are about, innit? Nope. We're talking about white people being racist towards black people, innit? We're talking about a cop killing a black guy, innit? And then, you know, people just like, oh, John Boyega, you can't say that. There's all types of racism. Like, you know, all lives matter, innit? So basically, he took onto uh-huh. his Instagram, well, he went onto his Instagram and he went off. And what I loved about it the most, yeah, is he went off, yeah, in the most, one of the, one of the most stereotypical African, Peckham, South London ways that you could possibly imagine in it. And he's, and, and he's not black enough. And he's not, and he's not black enough. Like. And like I said, yeah, so he, he went on a rant, yeah. And like, again, I applauded him for his rant because he was on point with what he was saying in it. And mm. then later on, yeah, like, like one person tweeted him like, oh, could you please stop swearing? You like you represent Disney. You're like you've got kids that follow you. Like listen, yeah, I'm not here for the kids. He's like, I'm not here for the kids. This is my personal account, innit? Like this is this this is a a a, a, a kid free area. Like this is a kid. Like the conversation that we're about to engage in is kid free, innit? So if you can't take it, fuck off, innit? And I did mm. like obviously I'm adding ad libs to it, yeah. But I, he basically he just like you know what? This is not for the kids, innit? Like raw. You can't tell me to not swear. I'm not representing Disney right now. This is my personal Twitter you know account. I mean? Because because people also saying that oh we're going to talk to Disney and blah blah. I'm like listen. And he was yeah listen. He's an actor. The studio does not own him. Listen, I listen. I loved it. And then any, anyway, so basically, what that happened and like he's getting a little bit of backlash here. But then he he released a um a written Instagram post in it. Mm. Now, most of you that listen to this are probably from the black community, either African or Caribbean in it. And then some of you that are listening, you probably have like black friends in it. And like you've been to their parties and you've seen their uncles and that, yeah. But I just like to highlight, yeah, in his in his post, yeah, he referred to people as goats in it. Now, <laughs> that is like one of the most 
African things you that's, can that's, possibly that's say. That's typically African. Oh. Like when he, because he's Nigerian, isn't he? He's Nigerian, yeah. Yeah, bro, Nigeria, Ghana, I hear it all the time, you are a goat. Like, it, it, it's like the perfect insult, like, and I just absolutely <laughs> loved it. You know, I've, you know, I've even got, I've, I've got the statement here. Look at all these sensitive individuals who are convinced I said all white people are racist. When did I say that? Did you guys watch the full video? Funny thing is not one of you useless goats can quote me on that. Uh, when I read that, I was just like, this guy is just 100% Nigerian, like, I was like, every yeah. single Nigerian in him is coming out in this year. And he's like, not one of you can quote me saying I hate white people. I'll wait. Screenshots only. Because he didn't say that. He, he said, I hate racists. Um, mm. By the way, when someone chooses to discuss a particular type of racism, white one, wh- white on black, it does not mean other forms are dismissed or I don't think other races can be racist. It means I'm staying on topic and speaking about a white officer killing a black man given what happened in the States recently. I'll let you know now. You guys come and try to change my words are the weakest scum. Let me know where I said I hate white people. You're trying to raise an issue like that so you can feel justified in attacking me. Quote, quote me on what I said, not what you want me to say. Just say, just so you can have a, a dig at me. You're weak anyway. Fragile pricks. <laughs> and I, the way he just ends it with fragile, fragile goats. Fragile. I listen. Yeah. Like, I, I posted this on my wall, my personal one. I was like, listen, I don't want to hear anybody ever tell me again. Yeah. That John Boyega is not black enough. The way that he even, just the way he, 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 he addressed the situation and the words he used. Yeah. Just, that just shows that he's an Af man in it. He's an African dude in it, and he's raised by African parents, and he has raised yeah. in Peckham. Yeah. Like Petnam is like, you know, black cent. Like, for the longest time, Petnam and Brixton were black central in London. It. So you know what I mean. So I loved, I love, I love that he came out because you know, people have had enough in it. Like, and yeah. I, I, I respect that he's using his platform to, um, you know, to say something about what's going on. And um, I don't know if you saw recently, um, Asha D just posted a video on, on Facebook, innit? Um, I don't know if it was Facebook or Instagram, but I saw it on Facebook. And basically, he was just like, listen, um, I didn't even know people were attacking him, so to speak. But basically, because he hadn't spoken on the, on the topic, people were, like, going after him, innit? And he basically was like, raw, like, don't even... Just because I don't speak on something doesn't mean that I don't know what's going on. It doesn't mean that I'm not, like, involved in the struggle, innit? Like... You ain't been yeah. you you aren't me and you aren't in my life in it to know what kind of things that I've been through in regards to racism in it. So don't at me you don't, and like he broke down in tears and was just like raw like this is my like you can't judge me in it like and and I, again I hear that because you know not everyone not everyone not everyone has a platform to speak but also mm-hmm. not everyone are, is in a right frame of mind to speak because he could have probably spoken on it and then just said things that wouldn't help the scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I should have probably done this a lot better and like sent you more stuff and and prepped you a bit better. But like, mm-hmm. um, what's his? Is it, I think it's Fat Joe. He had yeah. Little Wayne on like his podcast or TV show in it, and then Little Wayne, yeah, he kind of made some good points, but at the same time, like people were dragging through the mud for some of the points he made. He was like, he he was basically like, you know what, yeah. Like black people are semi to blame, and he and he he wasn't saying black people are semi to blame in the terms of like, oh, you know, we dress a certain way or this, that, and the other. Well, the point that he was trying to make is that like, this is not the first time we've been here in it, and 
there are people out there that you know they buy the t-shirt and then that's it they feel like that they've done their bit to help the black lives matter in it and he's you know what and he so gone from from all right because every prep beyond this i can give you my you know my my initial thoughts on this right mm. and to some extent i can see where he's coming from oh did because- you watch it did you watch the video I didn't watch the video. Okay, oh, go on. Of, of this, but also from what you're telling me, I yeah. can also draw some conclusions from, from that. Obviously, I need to watch it to fully grasp yeah. um, what he's saying, right? But I do know, I mean, I do know that when it comes to certain struggles, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, with, with, with black people, it's like, how do I say this? It's like you support. I mean, sometimes the only way you can support it is to wear a t-shirt. Do you understand yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes the only way you can support it is to mm-hmm. um, maybe the, make a pop on Facebook group or like what someone says or something mm-hmm. like that. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Um, but other times, it requires a bit more action. So I'll give you an example. Um, it's not the first time you've been here. Obviously, we've mm-hmm. had the civil rights movement stuff like that. Um, and to be honest. A lot of time that in, in recent lives, so say even when Obama was president and stuff like that, people um, have been marching against racism. People have been have been protesting constant, consistently, right? Yeah. Um, and a lot of time, there's media blackouts on it. A lot of the time, you have white people themselves who may not be racist, right, or um, maybe just be ignorant of the facts, right? Yeah. They feel comfortable in the fact that because it's not really affecting them in that aspect. Awesome. Yeah. They are less likely to support what black people people are doing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I can't remember the direct quote from Martin Luther King, but it was something like, um, um, "White people will sort of." I mean, again, this is a generalization. It's not saying that all white people. So I'll say some white people will rather live in the tranquility of their lives and what they know than to deal with. <clears throat> the uncomfortable truths that are happening to black people, mm. right? So I can so I can see that point as well. So first point is, yes, I can see black people get a t-shirt and that's it. They won't go out and protest. They won't share anything. But you know that's what that's what they can. That's what they're comfortable with doing, right? Yeah, that's understandable. Um, <clears throat> and then you have people that <clears throat> sorry, and then you have people that actually do the protests and the stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then maybe not directly through themselves, but through the media. And stuff like that is not highlighted enough. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I think that for black people, if we want to make any change, like one, money talks. So when it comes to um, purchasing certain products and things like that, so um, again, I'll give an example. I, I believe it's something like when it comes to black people spending, right? Mm. I think it's something like money in the black community only lasts there for I think half an hour or something like that, maybe even less than that before it ends up, before it leaves your pockets and ends up going into the economy, right? Yeah. So if you look at other ethnic minorities, it lasts in the community a lot longer before it ends up going into the economy, right? Mm-hmm. So the buying power of black people is very, very strong. Um, when, I mean, if you look at just Nikes, if you look at um, that, but basically any sort of apparel, mm. black people are product are the ones that buy it the most, right? Yeah. If black people said, "Okay, what we're going to do is we're going to for say for a week, a day, a week, a month, whatever, we're not going to buy anything, right?" Because money talks. People see that raw. Okay, black people have this kind of power. 
Do you know what I mean? We should enforce that we can change the economy by just by, you know, keeping our money to ourselves. Yeah. Only go to groceries to buy your basic needs and that's it. You don't do anything else with it. Do you know what I mean? Um, also in, in, in America, black people actually prop up the Democratic Party. Sorry. Yeah, the, the, the Democratic Party a lot. Mm. So I think something like black people vote for Democrats something like 90% of the time. Jeez. Or 90%, now 90% of black people uh, vote for uh, Democrats 90% of the time, right? So you then have almost like now the, Demo- the Democratic Party, because obviously black people and other ethnic minorities agree with the Democratic Party, right? Mm-hmm. Now the Democratic Party sort of expects it to happen. If you look at the way if you look at the way politics has been run in America yeah. recently, um, you've had people like Joe Biden say that if you vote for the Republican Party, you are not black. Oh my God, that now, guy! All right, listen, do you know what? Yeah, like that guy doesn't want to be president, isn't it? Like, oh, I do you know what? I again, yeah. I see myself, yeah, as a normal, like, basic citizen, innit? Like, basic normal person. I think I've got, like, a, you know, an average level of intelligence, an average legi- uh, uh, level of logic, innit? Like, mm. these people here, yeah, are meant to have been, like, the ones that have gone to, like, the Harvards and the top universities, the top schools. Yep, 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 they, you yep. know, they got advisors helping them running the campaigns. Like, how do you not know that's, like... A dumb thing to say. It's, like, it, it, it's because it's because people are now so people are one comfortable. So people at the top are one comfortable in what they believe they know about the world. So again, if you have um, political leaders who adhere to um, certain powers, like say for example, they only deal with rich people. Um, they deal with big corporations that prop them up or mm. you know support their candidacy and stuff like that they tend to fall out of touch of ordinary people. So if I go back, when I go back to black beauty and say, he said that, right? Black people can turn around and say, do you know what? Because of that comment, we're not going to vote for the democratic party. Go find some, go find someone else who will uh, kick up the vote. Right. Just by doing that alone, it will heavily influence the elections. Now you can say that, Oh, but Trump's in power. Trump's a uh, bad guy. Now I don't agree with Trump being in power at all. I think he's the worst thing that happened to America. (laughs) However, it is not up to the citizens to vote for to vote for you because you know um, how do I say this? It's not for the citizens, or in this case, not for black people to prop you up mm. because they know that the other guy is bad. It's mm. up to you, the Democratic um, candidates, to show you, to show black people why they should vote for you to mm. give the to give black people a reason to vote for you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, man. It, so in that aspect, that's what black people need to do. Mm. That's, 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 this is how I feel. That's what black people need to do because for decades, black people have been beaten down, told that they were lying about police brutality, um, told that, you know, if you have, when you have systematic um, corruption in place against black people. So, for example, you had redlining in America, which stopped, um, which um, uh, banks used to give black people higher um, higher loan um, interest rates interest interest rates yeah. than with white counterparts right that priced them out of certain areas mm-hmm. um, you have all these systematic things that have happened and you know black people to this day are you know are still able to persevere and sort mm. of work work forward but it's an uphill battle and it's been happening for too long mm. um, and I think that is now's the time to say listen we are done with all this this bullshit yeah, yeah. it's our time to say listen if you don't have these things in place for us we're never voting vote for a democratic party again we will withhold our vote if you guys end up losing and and the republicans put whoever they want to put in power mm. 
then that's down to you. You should have done a better job. Um, was you should have done a better job coming to us and giving us a reason to vote for you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Huh. So, do you know what I realized? Yeah, we've like mm. kind of jumped into this year, and we haven't really discussed what we're talking about. So, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah, I feel like we don't need to, you know, not, not like, and I'm explain why. I'm hoping people are keeping up to date with current events. Um, yeah, but, but not, not even just that. Like, don't know, please uh, let fill them in on what, um, what's been happening. Before I fill them in, I want to say why I don't even feel like we need to even do so. Yeah, it's like, um, I think my friend Sam, um, she posted on her Facebook page like that, that, um, that the Amish people, Yes. We're out in Minneapolis protesting. And mm-hmm. obviously, I must have joked, like, listen, well, these people don't follow social media, innit? So if they're, they're, if they're <laughs> out in the world protesting, yeah, yeah, then pretty much everyone should know what's going on. But if you don't, yeah, so there has been three incidents recently that have triggered again the outcry to let the world know, to let America know that Black Lives Matter in it. Now, I'm not sure whether I want to have this in order or not. And I'm not going to show if I want to say the right names. But I'm going to start with the the one that, for the most part, ended up, ended well. Yeah. So, again, there was a dude out in, I think, Central Park in New York. And, you know, he was kind of just minding his own business to a certain extent. Mm. And um, a lady was out walking her dog. And she was walking her dog, was out of the leash in a section of the park where the dogs were meant to be on leashes. Oh, yeah. I've seen this one. Yeah, and God, so okay. sorry. He basically goes up to her and says, yo, sorry, like, excuse me, um, your dog, you know, needs to be, if you're going to be in this part of the park, your dog needs to be on a leash, innit? Again, I'm paraphrasing, guys. <laughs> if I'm getting anything wrong, you can Google it yourself and look it up, in it. And um, he was like, there's another section of the park where you can, you know, have your dog off the leash and everything will be blessed, innit? And she's like, mm, nah, I don't really want to do that. Everyone else seems to do what they want and not have their dogs on the leash, so I'm not going to do that. So he's basically arguing backwards and forth with her. And then so she thinks to herself, well, I'm going to call the police, yeah? And then when she calls the police, yeah, she basically makes it out like it's a... She, like, you know, she makes it clear like, oh, an African-American is threatening me and, you know, you know, I've, I'm scared for my life kind of flex, isn't it? And... She's, mm. she's, she, and she knows the, like, again, she can't be dumb in it. She knows the current climate. The fact she that does. she's, she's made it very aware to the police officers that she's been harassed by an African American. She, she knows what she's trying to do. She's trying to get she them there. She mentioned it twice. She's, she's trying to get them there quickly, you know, because she knows that the police are going to, like, you know, take her a little bit more serious because black people are seeing them as a threat. Da, da, da. Mm. Um, thankfully, that situation that end, didn't end indefinite. Yeah. And again, I'm, I'll, I'll brush passed that one quite quickly um, um so let me let me just feel a little bit on this so right. the guy himself he's an avid bird watcher so the po- area of the park they were in mm-hmm. was for what was for bird watchers and he's i think the president of the bird watcher association there okay so he knew what he was talking about when he said listen put your put your dog on a leash yeah. so and so again white people know this as well so i think we'll said have you ever heard of this woman called? Um, oh, let's see, I, I'm trying to remember the name off the top of my head. I think her name is. I'll figure out the name. I'll figure out the name later. Right, but cool. she is someone that's um, done a lot of social experiments. Mm-hmm. 
um, with people, with ordinary people. She was on the Oprah, Oprah Winfrey show um, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And she did a social experiments where, you know, um, she separated the audience by eye color. So when people with blue eyes were treated badly than people with brown eyes, right? Yeah. And what happened was um, um, she was given certain or giving people certain cues mm-hmm. um, to sort of, you know, drum up bias against blue-eyed people, right? Yeah. So she'll say things like, oh, you blue-eyed people are lazy. You blue-eyed people um, don't go, don't educate yourselves very much, do you? Things like that. Oh, look at the way you're dressed and whatever, and whatever, whatever, right? Yeah. And little by little, the people with brown eyes started doing things like that to the uh, people with blue eyes. Yeah. Um, so... Basically, it shows that it's supposed to represent that when it comes to racism, one, it's taught. Yeah. And two, when it's sort of, uh, sorry, and two, it's like sort of people tend to know what's going on, but they sort of, how, how, how best do I describe it? It's like they know what's going on. But they dismiss it at but, the same time. They'll, they'll, try, they'll try and claim ignorance of it. Yeah. So this one at the park, she knew that, oh, I found the person, found the name. Her name is Jane Elliott. Yeah. Um, she's a psychologist and primarily primarily uh, deals with uh, racism. So it inherently, so inherently shows that white people or, or some white people, most white people should know that it, the political climate you know full well that it's almost a death sentence mm. to tell the police that, oh, there's an African-American person doing this and that and the other. Yeah. You only have to look at people like Barbecue Becky, for example, to oh. know that she knew full, full well that if she said that, oh, these guys are African-American, these guys are black, so you know, more likely than not, when the police come, they're going to end up doing something to them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I don't believe that all of them will think to themselves that, oh, yeah, it's going to end in a, in a black person dying, yeah. but it's going to be hell for that black person, whether yeah. they get beaten, whether they get um, roughed up, whether they get whatever, 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 whatever right? That's going to happen to a black person. So everyone in America, every white person in America inherently knows this. Every black person in America definitely knows this because that's their lives. They've been living it all their lives. They've seen their friends do it. It's happened to themselves. Mm. So I think it's a very, very dangerous thing. And it actually shows that actually America isn't blind or people in America aren't blind to um, to the tribulations of black people. Mm. They just either don't, they either feel that's an uncomfortable truth to deal with. So they say, okay, maybe, you know, Maybe it was just that one time or whatever, and that's it. They try and dismiss it basically as much as possible, um, and then also it, it surfaces in the form of Barbecue Becky and this woman right now who's uh, calling the police on a on an African American mm. to say to what tell a lie that he was um, abusing her and being uh, violent with her and whatever. Let's uh, 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 one thing I want to add, Jeff. Like this whole mm. this whole joke thing on Facebook about uh, social media about being a Karen in it. There's a time and a place. To be a Karen, in it. There's a time mm. and a place where you need to call for the manager or you need to report something to somebody. Yeah, like, I'm not going to be one of those people that say, like, oh, like don't be a snitch, in it. Sometimes, yeah, when shit goes down, yeah, you got to be a snitch, in it. Like, someone's doing something absolutely fucked up, yeah. Sometimes you got to call the police. Sometimes, if you're, if what you've expected from something that you paid for, the service has been appalling or whatever, sometimes you have to speak to the manager, in it. But mm-hmm. again, sometimes you, you got to use logic in some of these situations, isn't it? 
And yeah. that, and what this one, she weren't using logic. Like I said, thankfully, this situation didn't involve a loss of life in it. Um, the next one I'm talking about, I, I want to say. Oh, that, wait, sorry, before you move on, on, did you also see the? Do you see the video to this, by the way? Listen, I didn't because I. I'm more trying to be at peace in it. Like, I'm not trying to say like I'm, in, I'm like a Zen master or anything like that. Yeah, but like mm. a lot of the time when all this racist stuff used to happen, yeah, I used to like get deep delve that dive deep into it and like research it mm. and talk about it. And like I said, a lot of the time it would just get me angry in it. Like the certain certain films that I've watched here, yeah, where it's even like black exploitation or this stuff, there's like yeah. the picture of slavery, yeah. I've just come out of the cinema, just vex at white people, boy, to think the next white person, <laughs> the next, like literally, I just was like, the next look, white person that pisses me off, I am just black for being some type of way going colonizer. Yeah, listen, I just thought to myself like the next white person that chats to me the wrong way, I'm just going to slap them. I'm not even just gonna punch them. I'm just gonna open palm and just slap them. Do you know what I mean? Like I've come, like I've come out vex sometimes out of films, mm-hmm. and I've watched certain things. I've just been fuming in it. So for the most mm. part, yeah, I try not to 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 watch too much in it because, like, because okay. I'm I'm just gonna say this now, yeah. Before I go go further, like, I I have a lot of Facebook friends, I have a lot of American friends in it, and and I have you know I, my my friends list is is very diverse in it, but mm. I gotta give props to like my white American friends in it because not a single one of them has said anything to make me think. Well, you're slightly racist. I'm gonna have to unblock you. We can no longer be friends. To be honest, my white my white American friends, yeah, have probably batted harder against other racist people on Facebook, yeah, yeah. than than the black friends that I have. Like there was there was a situation, the Queen of the Left Over Army, she posted something on her personal page, and it was just, you know, she she posted facts in it. She didn't post opinion, she posted mm. something that was very factual and very accurate in it. Mm-hmm. And then, unfortunately, one of her Facebook friends, you know, tried to. I don't know. I don't even know what he tried to do. He, I, th- I don't know. He's trying to be clever. I don't or know. Or trying to play devil's advocate or something. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what he was doing in it, but he he said something a little bit stupid, and I was the mm-hmm. first one to see it. So I like I didn't want to go off and be the guy that just gets angry and starts attacking him in it. So I was like, you know what? Some of the things that he said logically make sense in it, but it's like someone asks you what your favorite ice cream is. But then mm. you start talking about your favorite chocolate. That is not relevant to the subject at hand, in it. So, oh, so, I so, get so it. That's, yeah. So that's that's. Uh, that, I see. It, I see many Facebook posts like that it, it, where it, it, they it, it, diverge it, from the actual issue. Yeah. No. No. Not even the issue. They diverge from what the actual post was saying. It was. It was still related. It was still related to the issue, but that wasn't the question that was being asked and needs to be answered, in it. And he yeah, was kind of, kind and, of like what's happened with uh, George Floyd, which I'm sure you're going to go on to. Where I saw a post with someone saying that something about uh, police brutality and whatever, and someone made it so it's rather than talking about the death surrounding George Floyd and mm. what happened, they were talking about the riots. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, and not even and not even mentioning what led up to those riots in, in yeah, America. Exactly. So yeah, so I I honestly try my best, like, because again, the bit of like. Um, the, the 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 thing was basically like Trump has basically said when the looting starts we start shooting in it like he's basically saying if you lot don't start behaving I'm gonna authorize the the military to start shooting people in it. Well, the National Guard is in, is is in uh, are, in, are in a few siege right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly, and that's obviously under the president's orders, isn't it? Like mm. again, yeah. 
it's potentially the thing that needs to be done to kind of get things under control. But as the president of the United States, yeah, you do not come up with a cutesy little rhyme saying when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Like, that's, no, that's a dickhead move. You don't do that, innit? Like, you should have someone advise you say, that's not a good thing to say. Like, I know there's been, tr- there's been issues of when people have had locker room talks and talks amongst people when they've, they've been, they had been, either been sexist or racist or whatever, yeah. But that, mm. the, the, there's, the, the things you can only say amongst your people, innit? Yeah. And even, even if you know it's wrong, there's only certain jokes you can make around certain people in it. You get me? Yeah. And this is not a joke here, but even if it is potentially the right thing to do with how bad things are getting or have been in America to try and kind of bring it under control. So like, in a sense, innocent lives aren't lost. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you just don't say it. Whether again, whether it is potentially the right thing, because I'm not going to lie. And I, I hope I don't offend anyone, but like, I like bringing, like with the way things were starting to escalate, bringing in the national guard for the president was probably the right thing to do. However, him saying, okay, once the looting starts, we're going to start shooting people. That is definitely not the right thing to say. Because if the police are overrun, what, who is next? It's normally the military, isn't it? Like, even yeah. if, something, if something happened over here in the UK and the police got overwhelmed, the next step would probably be bring the military. I think that's like in most governments, like how to deal with shit is, you know, that's how you escalate the situation. Do you know what I mean? So in terms of that, I guess it, it probably would have been, but it's just the way the dude said it. It was just, it's like, no, you don't say it like that. So again, I try to play, play it nice. Cause like, I don't always want to come like being the aggressive black dude. And like, I was trying not to be the stereotype in it. And mm. then big, and then big T came in. Yeah. And just was like, well, Mr. Smarty Pants. Well, if you think you're so good, how do we stop racism? And then I was like, bro, man, just like ease up in it. Like, like let's not scare this guy's way. Let's try and educate him in it. Yeah. yeah. And then he responded in it. And then Rebecca came in and she absolutely finished him. She did this whole scorpion, get over here, took his skull off, ripped it open. And, and like, oh, she, she absolutely abused him in it. And like, and the thing is, yeah, she wasn't even, she wasn't even that rude. Like she was kind of polite, but like, you know, when, when someone's sharp, but they get their point across, she basically said like, don't come on my Facebook page and tell black people how they should be feeling or how exactly. they should, or how they should be reacting to racism. They, like it's, it's their thing in it. Like we're, we're trying to show the support. You can't tell them how to feel. And, and you know what? Yeah. She smashed it. So I just left the gift of Kobe doing his Kobe shot. Cause I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, she just killed him. She just finished. She just ended his life. Like it was, it was the perfect shutdown. And, um, it, 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 it just made me laugh in it because I just, I just like the fact that, you know, she came in, uh, Aaron Claude Miller came in. Like they just came in and was basically like, dude, you're a racist piece. Like, well, okay. Maybe not a racist piece of shit. Yeah. But like, mm-hmm. this is not your time to speak in it. And if you are going to speak here, yeah, the only thing we want to hear coming out of your mouth is supporting it. We don't want to hear, oh, maybe this happened or, oh, this, that. We just want your support in it. So it's either you say, yes, Black Lives Matters, or yes, I support you, or yes, I love you for being black, or yes, whatever, or just shut the fuck up. <laughs> and unfortunately, this guy wasn't really getting that. So that, again, I got to give big props out to all my Facebook friends, um, to all my Amer- to my white Americans, because you have all been um without a doubt amazing um i'm not gonna say no no one's names because um other than the ones who have said um because they're, they're just on facebook but i know some of you have been out there protesting um for the most part i know you are safe but if you're gonna be continuing protesting 
please, 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 please stay safe because I would be very upset if something happens to you because people are getting bodied and beaten up. And I've been talking to a couple of people and there's been gunshots and uh, in one particular state that I'm not going to say someone's actually like got shot and got killed. Yeah, so if any of my peoples out there, whether you're white, black, Hispanic, Asian, a dinosaur, whatever you want to refer yourself to, yeah, <laughs> please, please, please stay safe, yeah, because, you know, I, obviously, yes, I want things to change, but I don't, I don't want anyone dying in it. Like, I don't want anyone I know dying, and I, I, I'm not even trying to be harsh by not mentioning anybody else. Obviously, yes, I'd rather no one died in a situation, but sometimes when things need to change, and things need to go in a certain directions. Unfortunately, there will be deaths, there will be casualties. Um, mm. That is kind of how life works, isn't it? But to all my guys and girls, and however else you want to refer yourself to, that I know personally on Facebook or personally from podcasting, if you are in the United States, whatever state you are in, and if you are going out and protesting, please do your best to stay safe. Some of you know who you are because I've messaged you directly or we're in Facebook chat groups. Um, yeah, stay safe in it because, boy, some of the videos I've been seeing have been wild. Like, I saw... Bro, even have, even have police officers ramming into protesters. Fam, when I saw so, that, I was like, what the fuck? I mean? Oh, listen, that I was like, all right, again, yeah, I understand sometimes, you know, decisive actions need to be taken. But in this situation where people are pissed off at the police... You shouldn't be making them more angry in it. Like you shouldn't be ramming uh, uh, uh what's it, an SUV through yeah. a crowd of people. And it wasn't even just one patrol car; it was two SUV cars. Mm. I think it was yeah. uh, SUVs. Yeah. It was two of them. Like, are you? Oh, oh my god, you're asking to be like again. I wouldn't say I'm a pacifist, <laughs> yeah, but I always say to people when people say, "Oh, like your hench, like you can fight in it." I'm a lover. I'm not a fighter in it. Yeah, <laughs> I I generally would go down the non-violent route in it. Like, for the most part, I generally would go down the non-violent route. But some of the stuff I'm seeing, I'm thinking, you should get shot. Like, I know you have a, you'll probably have a family, wife and kids here, yeah, but like, what you're doing is despicable. Anyway, so we're, we're going to go, we're going to go to the ne- one of the next situations happened. Um, I want to say it's all, the, 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 the name of this Aubrey, the guy that was out jogging. Um, Ahmad Aubrey. Oh, Ahmad Aubrey. There we go. There you go. So, my man, yeah, is going for a jog and then these two white people think that he's been um robbing from the houses and they pretty much just shoot him yeah uh and it was despicable and this is probably like the first things that started to to cause the tremors for the explosion that happened in minneapolis isn't it um mm. and people have like since 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 his death they've tried to be like oh there's surveillance footage showing that he was like looking in people's houses and he was doing this that, and the other oh but like the surveillance footage wasn't the footage that the people that actually went to kill him saw. And again, there was a whole little madness of that where they the people weren't arrested at first and all sorts of shit. And I think even the guy that recorded the video ended up being arrested because he was yeah, kind of, because he was recording it to kind of prove that they were in the right when clearly they weren't. Yeah, so the whole point of this, again, it shows that What's happening to black people in America is very much systemic because for someone to simply say that, 
oh yeah, well, you know, he was going around shooting, uh, was it? He was going around robbing people or suspected of robbing people. So they're going to do what's called a citizen's arrest. Could you imagine if you and I were going for a morning jog or something like that, right? And someone here in the UK turned around and said, I'm going to, give, I'm going to um, conduct a citizen's arrest because I think you've been, uh, you've been stealing from people. And then I end up getting stabbed by it or shot, or shot by it. Or, do you know what I mean? Like, you have to think to yourself, at what point... At what point do you say to yourself that, Fam. okay, this thing, like, America definitely has a racial issue rather than, oh, it's just the police or just a few bad people? Fam, listen. Do you know what I mean? L- l- listen, yeah. That citizen of arrest, yeah, supposedly was only mentioned to be used as a defense after the situation happened. Them two exactly. people had, they weren't doing no citizen's arrest. That was, because if you're doing a citizen's arrest, you're not going to start shooting somebody. That's not how you arrest somebody. Ugh. The guy was jogging and they came at him with guns. I mean, first of all, you have to ask. I mean, because as I mean, can you imagine putting, put, if you put yourself in that situation, right? You're going for a morning jog. You've gone and seen, uh, you've gone into a building that's under construction. So there's nothing to steal anyway. Mm. And even if you had st- even had taken something, one, it's not your damn business because it's not. <laughs> Listen, do you know what? I watched the surveillance footage, innit? And like mm. the guy that was reviewing the surveillance footage was like, "Well, this kind of shit happens. Like people like to, I don't. He's like, he's like, I don't know why, but people like to walk around and look into unfinished house, like into people's houses that are under construction. I was like, that must be in America because we don't do that shit over here. Like, do you right. know what I mean? And we no, we don't, we don't. But but then again, when you look at the construction sites in the UK, all of it is pretty much like blocked off. Yeah, yeah. So people don't people don't do that. Whereas in America, it's it's definitely you see all that scaffolding and stuff around it, and there's no blockage of you know entering the building, so you can go in and stuff like that. But but American culture is different. But people do very much go into unfinished buildings and stuff just to see it, and you know when it's when it's finally. Finish to go. Oh, so that's what they were. Tr- that's what they're trying to do with it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, so like, like, but, like, like I said, that, like this was one of the major triggers in it of the situation that we're gonna go into a little bit more. Obviously, there's yeah. been many things because this has been going on for for many years. I don't even have a list of names in front of me, but it's been re- it's been ridiculous in it. There's been many. Yeah, sorry, before but, before we go on, I just want to say that the reason why initially nothing was done with the two, the, the father and son duo who killed Ahmad Aubrey, is because the father is an ex police officer, and he a lot of people in the department that he went to or that he was taken into know him. So it was one that was brushed under the rug, and it happens a lot in America, where because your buddies, with with somebody, the, because yeah. you're an ex police officer and your buddies with the department still, mm. they tend to you know hide evidence and tend to treat you better. Mm. So, um, I mean, if there was no video footage at all, this would have gone as simply, so, oh, he uh, he he was violent and attacked yeah. you because. For whatever reason in America, they seem people, I mean, I know what the reason is, but they always make up black people to be scarier, black people to be bigger than they are, black people to be older than they are, than, than they are. Listen, that's, um, that's, that's another conversation that would end up going for three hours because I have many different thoughts <laughs> on that because, whew, yeah, that could go for hours. But um, cool. yeah, we'll, 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 let's continue on to yeah. the other one. So the, 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 the um, not the trigger, what's, what's, what do you call it when you light a bomb? Like the fuse, oh, the fuse? So, yeah. So the the fuse, the fuse of this, the fuse of this explosion, yeah, is 
again, yeah, I'm I'm kind of um elaborating because when I saw this whole thing pop off, I saw the picture and then Dell kept on asking me, Have you seen the video? And I was like, No, I haven't seen the video, but I've seen the picture. I kinda know what's going on. She's like, No, you need to watch the video, innit? I watched about 30 seconds of the video and I turned off. I was like, you know what? I can't do this. Like, I know what I I, I know what I want to see at the end of this video, innit? Like, I know just from everything I was reading, everything I was seeing, I know what, what was how the video was gonna continue in it. So I was just vexed at it. I was just angry. I was like, you know what? I don't wanna get I, like I don't wanna get involved. Like, I'm trying I'm like I'm trying to be with my family, I'm trying to, you know, you know, like I'm talking to people, that, like I'm I'm having a nice time in it. And I don't really want it to be ruined, innit? Like, not in a negative way, like, oh, I'm, I'm avoiding the, 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 the problem or anything like that. But I was just like, this is not what I need right now. Like, again, like I said, I'm not like no Zen master or anything. But I was just like, this is not good. I'm just going to f- get get put in a in, in, in a in a way and I'm going to feel in a I, mad way, innit? I, I, I said this to Atina because Atina was distraught with <clears throat> the series of events that have happened in America, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I was saying to her that if you think of all the injustices that happen in America on a day-to-day basis, and not even in America, sorry, in the world on a day-to-day basis, that like, you are not going to be able to function. Yeah. So I understand where you're coming from in the sense that you didn't want to watch the whole video and everything like that, and you want to, you know, take a, t- basically take a break from it because you you know how it's going to end. Yeah. And, and also, it's true, I mean, if you think about all the injustices that are currently happening in the world, like, you would not be able to function as a human being. Well, anyway... Alright, there's a couple of things I want to talk about in it. So the situation that happened, yeah. When the people put in the report and they left out again for what I mean, they left out that they they, they were on the guy's knee they, the the guy was kneeling on his neck for like nine minutes, isn't it? Supposedly they left that out, innit? Yeah. Mm. In the same breath that they used to fire that guy, is the same breath that they should have used to then arrest him. I mm. honestly feel that the moment things had happened, if they had arrested him, the riots wouldn't have happened. It's the fact that, again, they were just like, oh, well, he's been fired. You know, he's not going to get trial from... Like, it was just like, okay, he's getting away with it again. Like, firing someone, you know, they can get another job. It's not Remember, the same. It was, it was days before he got <coughs> fired and further days before he got arrested. That, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. And I feel, I feel like... That is why people were so angry. Like, I feel like, because that's one of the things I was like, because when I was like, hold on, this guy's not been arrested. And when I saw the, have you seen a video of how many police officers they had protecting this house? Yeah, there was, yeah, there were were loads. I can tell there were loads. There was a chain of, I I can't even tell you how many police officers were around this house. So, in in my logic, I was like, murderer, by the way. Exactly. exactly. So, in my logic, I was like, hold on, would it not be safer to have him in prison anyway? And have it yeah. in a police office, a police station. Because when you had all them police officers protecting him at his house, you clearly didn't have enough police officers at the police station. So they fucking burnt down the police station. And because they, the reason they burnt down the police station because they were angry at the police for fucking letting this guy still be able to live his life. Fair dues, yes, he was in, he might have been like based under house arrest, yeah, but he still was his family. He they should have put his ass in prison, relocated his family, and I tell you now, yeah. I am 95% confident, yeah, that the riots and the outrage, like, there will still have been outrage, but the level of the riots that have happened would not be at the scale that it is now. 
I think I think with I I still think people would have people may have rioted. I can't say for sure that there definitely would have been any riots because if you look at over, I mean it's this month alone, if you look at Ahmad Aubrey, you look at um, I mean George Floyd was obviously the tipping point, and yeah. you look at um, uh, there's still a few more cases I can't remember off the top of my head right, yeah. but if you look yeah. at all of those, a riot was bound to happen mm-hmm. because. Again, I, I'm stressing this. It is systematic because when you have black people telling you repeatedly that there is an issue with the policing and nothing is done about it, it yeah. gets to a point where you can't you can't take it anymore. Can you imagine someone right constantly beating you down, beating you, beating you down? You get to a point where you just don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, I will say, do you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm going ham at people. Yeah. So this is what I call is the writing. It's 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 the anger is righteous is righteous because you can't for decades tell a group of people that there's no problem with the policing. Yeah, we'll do this. We'll do that. You know, taking um um what's it called incremental steps to uh, change to change a system. I'm still black people are dying. Black people are still being arrested at what um, eight times the um, the, the rate of uh, the white counterparts. Yeah. You have um, poverty in black areas that is still higher than um, you do. You have in white areas. Mm. Um, when it comes to education, there's still an issue of education. When it comes to uh, a multitude of things, there's all like black people have it the worst. Period. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you know that is inherently racist. The 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 system is inherently inherently racist. And like, this was this was bound to happen. Now mm. though. The question is, is how is this going to get resolved? So under, I, I reckon under any president, I mean, it could be Trump, Biden, I, it doesn't matter who, under any president, if they are not able to make changes, significant changes that the, that people can see and the black community can see and um, and agree with, right, this issue is not going to get resolved anytime soon. Yeah. But it will take it will take a real change. I mean, it, it, either there's going to be I'm not going to say it's going to be a civil war because I I doubt there'll be a civil war, but it'll be a case where black people say that fuck this shit, we're just going to go about doing our own uh, business and stuff like that. The only way you can stop us is if you kill us. Do you know what I mean? That's the only way I see things um um going if nothing gets changed. Do you know what? Yeah, I'm not even gonna lie to you. Some of the things that I've been seeing, yeah, um, I'll just be like, you know, fuck it, just 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 burn it all. Like literally, just just. Just start all over. Just burn. Er- just, just literally burn everything. Just reset the whole system and try again. But like I said, we've and I am. We're not in America. We we don't know how bad it is because we're not over there. Like I visited there a couple of times and I've seen it mm. a little bit. But like you know, I don't fully know everything that's going on. Like even for me over here, yeah, as a black man over yeah. here, yeah, I would like to say that for the most part, I'm a I'm a law abiding citizen, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I generally do everything on, on job in it, yeah? And, you know, most of my interactions with the police have been, you know, quite calm, innit? But, like, mm. I've had mistaken identity. I've been threatened to be... To, I've been threatened to be arrested for something that I didn't do. Um, I've been randomly stopped and searched. But, like, again, for me, it's nowhere near as bad as, like, maybe some of my other friends who, you know, they've had experiences where, like you know they've been accused of things or they've been arrested of things that they haven't done or mm. you know like we we have we have incidents that happen here in it um like a couple of years but we had the mark duggan incident and we had the tottenham riots um so you know we yeah. we, ha- we have our own shit as well and like we we know racism over here as well in it but 
not to the levels that America hasn't. So I'm I'm not gonna say like I fully understand what you know some of our brothers are our sisters are going through in America. I'm I'm not you know I'm not gonna say I I fully understand unit, but like it it's fucked up in it, and it, it, it is. I, 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 I mean. If I, was to, if I was to give you the ice of the cake with all this, so um, I think it was something like two weeks ago, so I think it might have been maybe the 16th yeah. of May, you had you had an all-white um, uh, protest, oh, right? With a, with, a, with a mask in that. Yeah, when they stormed the, in, in, in Minneapolis, right? So same, same uh, city. Mm-hmm. Oh, same state. Sorry, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm really bad with states and cities in America. But Listen, um, I, I could be wrong. Yes, so God, yeah. You had them, was... Yeah, so you had them go to the um, Senate or the, the Capitol there, right? Capitol building there, right? Mm-hmm. Armed with weapons, right? They were fully armed with with with, with guns, with guns and rifles, right? Shouted at the police, and nothing happened to them. There was no tear gas um, fired on them. There was no national guard called on them. Yeah. Um, Police, police didn't do anything against them. Police, like, didn't even have their guns and guns in their hands when they were there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you see a peaceful protest, and now people are being shot with, um, with rubber bullets, tear gas, so on and so oh. forth, right? And for those who obviously, um, obviously, um, are, if if our listeners are white, I'm saying it's not all white people. But I'm saying this particular group of white people there, yeah. right? If you're not racist, then this that this this doesn't concern you exactly. But if or if you do if you don't ignore the, these issues, right, doesn't it concern you? But if you're someone who does ignore these issues, you have to ask yourself: Why is it that a group of armed men or armed people can storm a government building and nothing happened to them? But when it comes to peaceful protesters, right, who are majority black and and ethnic minorities, right, you see a disproportionate response where they're being tear gassed, shot with bullets, and being dispersed in a in yeah. a in a violent uh, fashion. Mm. That's that's something you have to ask yourself. Yeah. And this is where this is where the outrage comes from as well, because the, it's it's always it's always been disproportionate when it comes to black people. Um, and going back to uh, George Floyd, now I know there were four police officers on him. Um, one of the one of the four was kneeling on his neck, right? Yeah. Um, now I'm, I'm so, so I'm slightly segueing into solidarity between races, right? Because mm-hmm. you had an Asian um, police officer there, right? Yeah. I don't know if it was Asian Filipino or whatever, but it was Asian American, um, if that. Um, he was standing there, hands in his, hands in his pockets, right? Wow. People are talking to this guy to him, listen, can you tell your, can you tell your um, colleague to, you know, ease up off the guy's neck, yeah. blah, 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 blah. This guy was not concerned with that at all. In fact, nope. he tried to incite someone to do something to him so that he would then arrest that person in addition to what's happened to George Floyd, right? Mm. And so, yeah, again, you have to think to yourself, when it comes to um, other ethnic minorities in America, right, specifically um, in America, there's this thing where if they want their cause to be heard or something like that, they call on black people to do it. Yeah. But when it comes to black people, you don't hear that. You don't hear the same sort of uh, sentiments being put across to them. Mm. Do you know what? It's yeah. very in cases like this that you know now everyone now you can see that a lot of people now in solidarity. You have the Jewish community that's solidarity. You have um, Asian Americans are in solidarity with black people. Yeah. Um, black people solidarity. Also, black people in solidarity with black people and white people solidarity with black people. But when you hear all these issues happening, you don't hear a lot of these other communities saying. Yes, we stand with you. Yes, we uh, yes we we agree with you, and we we will march with you. So again, that's something else that needs to change because 
a lot of things, a lot of um, civil rights um, um, things that have been put in place mm. that have helped all these other ethnic minorities has been because of black people. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, it, I mean, it, something I want you to remember. It absolutely burned me that one of the guys was Asian because like, Same here. It's Same been, here. there's always been a kind of stereotype that Asian people don't like black people either. And mm. to have him being so carefree while that was going on, it, like I'm not saying oh yeah it would have been better for just being four white guys but like yeah. do you know what I mean it kind it would my my heart wouldn't have been so hurt and it wouldn't have dropped as well as like raw like Listen, even the because, Asian even the Asian man is just like yeah fuck that nigga like exactly do you know because what I mean? because Asian people have also been through shit in America I yeah. mean when it came to when it came to the railroads I think it was Chinese uh, Chinese migrant workers they mm. were building the railroads. When it came to um, World War Two, you had the Japanese internment camps and stuff like that. Yeah. So you know, Asian Americans have been through shit. So you would think that they've been all they would understand the struggle. Like, I mean, oh, it, listen, I don't think you understand how it like it, it hurt me. Like, it, I don't. For someone else, it might sound weird. That I'm saying it hurt me that the guy was Asian, but it hurt because like I I don't want like I always tell people yeah like stereotypes will save your life in it. Like stereotypes are there for a reason. Like, yeah, it kind of sucks that, like, 1% of a popul- uh, a race might define you for being a certain way. But mm. then other times, like, you know, it, it might help you in a, situ- in a certain situation, isn't it? And, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, when I saw that, I was just like, come, I was like, no, bro, like, what are you doing, man? You're meant, like, j- for, the, for the most part, yeah, I do feel like, especially in America, it seems like, like, the Orientals, the Spanish, the Cubans, you know, the, the, the Browns and the Blacks, yeah, for, from what I see anywhere, like, on media and that and, and films, I guess, which, again, you can never know how true it is, yeah. But, mm. like, it seems like, you know, for the most part, they get on, you know what I mean? It's yeah, only just yeah, kind of like, just yeah. when the, like, again, the white people come up and they want to fuck shit up, yeah, then it's a bit wild, isn't it? But for the most part, I, I just felt like he would have understood the struggle, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, by saying that, though, um, you do get, again, you do get black police officers who... Again, it's something that I think as black as black people, we have something that we also have to deal with. We have black people, black police officers who are who are even harsher on black people than they are on other people on yeah, other yeah. Um, minorities as well. Yeah. So again, it's a systematic thing. It's a systemic thing that needs to change in policing specifically. And, and, Otherwise, we're not going to see a change at all. And you know what? Yeah, um, little, a little bit less about race. Yeah, yes. It's more more about gun con- gun control and gun things in it. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen this video in it. But there's another video, yeah, and um, there's like I don't want to be disrespectful, but these these two white people look like kind of hillbillyish, isn't it? They're mm-hmm. talking kind of hill, hillbillyish as well, yeah. One of them I think had a had a handgun, the other one had a, had a shotgun in it, mm. and um, there was there was a, a, another white guy in it, and he was a dad in it. And I don't really know what happened, yeah, but they must have like pointed their gun at his kids in it. Mm. And so he was going off at them, and it's like, oh, like what? Like if you do this, I'm literally gonna like, I'm gonna kill, I'm gonna knock you out in it. It's angry, aggressive here. And instead of these guys just like walking away because like it weren't their business, like they were mm. like in the alleyway, and then they were trying to be like, oh yeah, we've got a right to carry guns. And the guy was like, listen, you're not even like this is not your property in it. Like you don't have no jurisdiction to kind of be here in it. Like you're mm. pointing guns at my kids in it. Like. If you don't move off here, like I like, and it was it was going off, it was going off, it was going off here. In the end, they shot the dude, didn't it? And they mm. like they must have shot him about three, four times. One would have like twice, once or twice was shot he, yeah, mm. and then a couple of times a pistol. And like you see the guys, the white guys, the body lying on the floor. I was thinking That's like, do you know what? Yeah, 
it's like as well like it's a similar situation other than the guy wasn't wasn't black. I think if the guy had been black, they probably would have shot him from 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 the first thirty seconds of the video. But like mm. it just shows like education is clearly needed. There there needs to be more things done, like to show people like raw, like we're not in the like the seventies or whenever racism was right and people just kill each other and shoot black like we're not in the Wild Wild West no more. You can't just there's rules in it. You're not a police officer, in it like if there's an extreme situation where you gotta do something, then yeah, I understand that. But a lot of these situations, yeah, people are just being fast for no reason. I mean, like, they could they could just claim stand your ground because George Zimmerman, Zimmerman did that, and he when he killed Trayvon Martin, and he's still um, he's still free. Yeah, but I, I, if if I can find this video, I'll I'll, I'll tag you in it so you can watch it yourself. Yeah, please do. This, so this, in, this in was. This- this was not this a stand. Your, this was not a stand your ground situation. And even if it had been a stand your ground situation, you're not in your ends. Like they weren't in their house. They weren't in their property. Like they weren't defending something. Like it wasn't. Neither, a, neither was George Zimmerman. But you know, boy, <laughs> he I still do. he still claimed stand your ground and he still won that. So I, I, I'm gonna find it to you. I'm gonna tag you in it and you can have sure. It so so with that in particular, mm-hmm. um, you do have groups that again, this is something that used to change in America, where you have big corporations that pay or um uh, was it donate money to um candidates mm. or to uh congress people that that has an effect on policies so for example you have the nra that gives loads that gives millions of money of um, dollars to um to politicians right and with that politicians are less likely to change laws so when it comes to even something as simple as a, a background check on someone yeah. right there's a massive issue with giving people background checks because I'm sure every American will be happy that the gun that the uh, the owner of a gun is one mentally sane, mentally sound, yeah, yeah. two not an ex criminal, whatever like that, right? Yeah. So you'd be you'd be happy that okay, this person has a sound mind and he hasn't got a previous record and he's not he's not he doesn't he hasn't he doesn't have a history of violence or whatever yeah. like that, right? Even something like that is an issue. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So when you have people who have weapons and stuff like that, and then there aren't any background checks given to them, it, it creates a situation where you have, you know, it basically is is going to be like the Wild Wild West where anyone can own a gun and end up using it however they want to because they haven't been given maybe the proper training how to use it, when to use it. Um, and also, do they actually need the gun? Are they actually sound to have a gun? Do you know what I mean? Um because a lot of people bang on about the Second Amendment in America, which is actually something... People know the Second Amendment before the First Amendment. Do you know what I mean? People don't even know there's a 14th Amendment. Listen, um, I don't know a lot of the stuff in America. Like, again, when all this come up here and they were like, oh, they're charging with the, the main police officer with third-degree murder. I was like, what the... Like, I didn't know what that was. I had to... I Googled it and even Googled it. Like, one of the links that I looked on Googled it even gave me an answer. There was like... There is no such thing as the Third Amendment. I was like, "What do you mean? There's no such thing." I, I'm not the Third Amendment. The um, uh, Third Degree Murder, whatever it is. Third Degree Murder, yeah. Because Third Degree Murder, Murder is basically you kill the person by accident. So, so isn't that manslaughter? Yeah, basically, it's slightly for manslaughter because it's like it was a complete accident. Yeah, a bit like manslaughter. It was a complete accident. So, say for example. We're both running. Um, I, you're in front of me, and we're, we're running across the road. And you stop suddenly, but I run into you, and you fall in front of a truck, and the truck kills you. That's third degree murder. But this was with intent, so it yeah, should be okay, second this, degree. This at was def- the very least. Yeah, for, from your description, yeah, this is definitely not. That was definitely not third degree murder. That nah. is 
that is definitely a, a, a level above. Hundred percent. Yes, man. But um, we're, we're gonna kind of wrap, wrap up here. Um, sure. Like I said, I I gotta give a lot of love to my friends, um, both black, white, Asian, American, um, wherever your your ethnicity. Um, <clears throat> I'm loving the show of love and solid solid solidarity for black people, uh, especially in America. Um, I really do hope that this time around, the negative impact of this will lead to something positive. Um, you know, there have been some quality videos out there with police officers in different states actually joining the protesters and marching with them and mm-hmm. like taking the knee with them and, and stuff like that. And um, I, I love seeing that. Um, another reason why like it kind of hurts me a little bit is like, maybe maybe not so much in America, uh, but over here, I know quite a few police officers. I know quite a few white police officers that like, I call them my friends in it. They're good friends in it. And like, there's a, like, when, when I eventually get married, yeah, one or two of them might get invited to the wedding kind of thing. I know these people are good people in it. So mm-hmm. when I see police brutality and see shit like that happen, it's, it, it's hard isn't it. Cause like, I would generally try and defend them if I feel like the police officer has, has, was in the right to do what they've done. But yeah. when it's like, it's something just like, there's no defense for it. And it, it's just really, it's something that's really hard in it. So, mm-hmm. um, like, like I said, man, just everyone stay safe. Let's, let, if, if prayer is your thing, pray. If, you know, sending good vibes is, is what you do, just like, let's just send our thoughts out to everyone in America and let's hope this comes out, you know, to a, a positive resolution for the, the black people in America that are going through all the situations. Um, um, I think before we go, I just wanted to give some parting thoughts as well. Yeah, go through, man. Um, so black people um, especially black people actually black people all over um at times like this we have to be in solidarity with each other it doesn't help when you say you know someone's more black than you because you know because of your lived in experiences Mm -hmm. at the end of the day we are all black we're all going to experience racism um people from africa people from uh the caribbean people from people from uh black 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 americans Don't don't put uh sort of like uh, arbitrary. Don't be the arbitrary rulers of what it is to be black because we are all from Africa. At the end of the day, yeah. we should all be in solidarity with each other because guess what? If we are if we don't have each other's backs, who's gonna have have our backs? Um, with um people who are non-black, so people of you know other ethnic minority, uh, other ethnic groups and white people. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much for those who have been in solidarity with black people. It means so much to the black community all over the world that you are sharing and you know, standing standing with us in, in these uh, very, very troubling times. Yeah, yeah. Um, for those of you who may not know the, the black experience or, or, or um, have many black friends to talk to about these, about these issues, yeah. Um, try and find someone to talk to them. Um, even if you, even if the black guys you're acquainted, just say, "Hey, how you doing? Um, hope you're well during COVID nineteen. Um, have you seen what's on the news? I hope you're keeping well. If you want, you know what I mean. Just get to yeah, Ed- educate yourself basically. Exactly. That's what, like, exactly. If, if, try and try and stay yeah. informed of their of their experiences mm-hmm. and not stay ignorant because it yeah. could turn out that you know maybe maybe the very thing that you say to them, the very thing that 
you end up understanding about the black straw could end up, you know, being a, being something for a very, very positive change. You know what I mean? You could go tell your friends who may not be in contact with a lot of black people that, listen, this is what's happening. You may convince a few people. You might not be able to convince everyone. Yeah. But it's still very, very much appreciated that you do that. Yeah. And definitely let's all stay safe because it is still COVID-19. Yeah. And I'm sure with all everything that's happening now, the cases are going to go up. So yeah. stay, stay, stay safe. Um, still maintain social distancing when you can. Yeah. Um, still check up on each other. And uh, that's it. That's it from me. <laughs> One more thing. All right. One more. All right. Thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase this year because I really want someone to tell me who said this in it because it was told to me when i was young and every time i, I the wise the well, wiser the older i get and the more experienced in life that i am the more i appreciate this quote or phrase and basically someone just said that the world is lucky that black people are fighting for equality and not fighting for revenge and it, it's true like we're, we're not trying to get to a stage that we're better than everybody else and, and you know we want to enslave white people and we want to get them back for everything that they put us through in all these years we just want to be equal we just want to be seen and heard and have and be given the same opportunities as everybody else if anyone knows who said that quote or knows who's like the real quote please message me or even on facebook instagram twitter at blurs are us um i really want to know who said that quote because it stuck with me since I was, you know, in maybe my early teens. And it's a very important message, I think, stored now. Like, black people and those people of color and the ethnic minorities, they're not fighting to be better or to be above anybody else. They're fighting just to be equal on the same level of footing. And if, if you're opposed to that, you're against that, then... Bottom line is you're a piece of shit. <laughs> and, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, if anyone can find me that quote or find me who said that quote or the exact quote, or I don't know, I might have even got it from a movie. I do not know. Mm. I, I got this quote from somewhere and it's been with me for a very long time. I just can't remember where it's from. So if anyone knows, please let me know. It would mean a lot to me. Um, and, you know, I know a lot of people, when they listen to podcasts, you don't want to hear anything political. You don't hear anything racial. You know, I hope us talking about it and venting it a little bit, you know, maybe I've put you at ease. Um, you know, like I said, we're on Facebook. We're, we're both, we, our names are out there. If we've said anything wrong or there's anything you want to talk to us about and discuss, or even if you just want to enlighten, like, enlighten us in it, because we don't have all the facts in it. Like we're, we're, we're both UK based. Like we, mm. we under, we understand more of the struggle in the UK than in america so if anyone if we said anything wrong or uh, uninformed yada yada da, um like let us know in it like if we're, we're wrong about something we'll hold our hands up and say look we were wrong we were misinformed this is the right information you know um yeah so guys i hope we haven't gone too heavy on you tools end of the podcast um i hope you've enjoyed it i will try and get these anime episodes out <laughs> as soon as possible maybe who knows uh, but yeah thanks for listening uh, Martin anything else you want to say no not nothing at all I think uh, I'm all talked out <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is a fantastic ep- I, I really enjoyed this episode um, a lot of fun uh, hopefully in the next month or two we are going to have the cinema reopen we're going to start doing movie reviews mm-hmm. um, yeah but um, yeah Martin say bye to the people bye everyone alright guys thanks for listening bye bye now <laughs>